0: Sun Devil fans, it is a Friday edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Whose favorite day of the week is not Friday? I know it's definitely both of ours, and we've got a very exciting guest for you today. We're going to be bringing on a star running back for ASU this season, Rashad White, joining us for the podcast today, essentially kind of breaking down his story, right? Talking about uh, his years or essentially his high school career, uh, junior college career leading up to ASU, uh, time at ASU as well, maybe some of his favorite plays, uh, favorite games, things of that nature. And then kind of finishing with some senior bowl prep as he's getting ready for the upcoming draft in about three months. You're listening to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast.
1: You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: All right, Sun Devils fans, um, as we had just mentioned, we're going to be bringing on our guest Rashad White here in just a moment. Uh, but just really quick before we get into that, make sure you follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Cedrios. You can find Richie at Brads with a Z 36. We have our Locked on Sun Devil's Twitter page. That's at LO underscore Sun And then we have content that comes out Monday through Friday for you guys. So never miss an episode. Always click that subscribe button. So when we drop a nugget like this and we have a great guest on like we do today, you're going to get a notification right away saying, hey, Locked on Sun Devils has given you some new content. Uh, whether that's on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, the Odyssey app, and now YouTube as well. Check it out, guys. Uh, Richie, without further ado, let's bring on our guest for today. Rashad White, uh, welcome to the Lockdown Sentinels podcast. Thank you so much for giving us your time today, man. How you doing?
2: Uh, I'm, <clears throat> I'm doing good. Uh, thank you guys for having me on the show. Uh, very grateful and I- blessed.
0: Definitely glad to hear it, man. Uh, I, I don't know if you know, we've been talking about you for roughly, I don't
1: know, Richie, like, five days a week for the last couple <laughs> months, given, like, football season or something. Um, yeah. You and your teammate, Darian Butler, have to be, like, our favorite people to talk about on this show.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's my guy. Yes. Yeah,
1: we guy. we love him. Yeah.
0: Love him. The so, people, wait, wait, but... wait, wait. Like, he's claiming him. Like, we say he's our guy, but does Rashad get, like, does he get first dibs because he actually he gets played priority. on the team with him? But he, yeah, he's he- on a different side of the ball. Like, does that does that even count as priority at that point?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's my dog. Uh, before we just both split it off to uh, tr- do training. Yeah, we used to live together. Really? Time. Oh, I, d- I didn't know that. Mid- yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Dog.
0: Well, very cool, man. Obviously, you both are going through the draft process over the next months, and we'll talk about that maybe towards the end of the show here. Uh, but let's let's for our listeners, let's kind of start this off with your background. Now, a lot of people have known you for your career at ASU. Plenty of highlight plays, plenty of big games. But as far as your background goes, uh, you played at, I think it was, I was doing some research on this a couple, like a week or so ago. Uh, it's its Center High School where you played in uh, Kansas City, Missouri, correct?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's where I went to high school at. Yeah, that's where I played at for my four years of high school. Center High School. Okay. Uh, so
0: now from there you went to, and let me get this right, I, I wrote this down. So you went to uh, essentially a junior college before ASU, San Antonio College.
2: uh yes yes i went to uh yeah moussac we call it moussac but Mouse san antonio college you know uh, southern california
0: awesome man um so now as richie and i know all of our listeners know anyone who's watched football college football over the last year and a half know what kind of a player you are um was that not necessarily the case coming out of high school did you not receive uh many if at all like power five offers before you went to uh junior college
2: uh, yeah, that wasn't the case. Uh, I didn't receive one Division One <laughs> offer coming out of high school. But uh, you know, I just you know feel like everything worked out the way it was supposed to. Uh, you know, was I hurt at the time? Yeah, I mean, every kid would be hurt. You know, if that's their dream, you know, and you feel like you work for it, and you know your stats and everything you put in work for it. But um, <clears throat> a lot of people just like to just kind of like the feeling now. Uh, where I had the knock coming out of high school is, like, kind of how fast is he? Uh, you know, like, he doesn't seem like he's really that fast. Um, like, he's not really doing this or doing that speed-wise. Sure. But, you know, like I said, all kind of, you know, I ended up with a Division II offer uh, to the University of nebraska Um And I just how I was raised. Uh, I was just grateful and humbled to, you know, have that offer. And that offer was to play running back. And I had other offers to play to be an athlete, go to the school, be an athlete, which okay, you know, I was you know really considering. But a lot of guys was like, uh, a lot of my uh, friends were just telling me like, athletes normally go play defense. And I'm like, oh yeah, no, nah, I don't want to go play defense. But then I had the other schools, Division two schools, telling me like, you know, but it's good though. Like, you could touch the ball, like kick returner and punt returner and stuff. Like, you, you get sure. the ball and get you the ball. I was just, you know, my heart was just at running back, so I took end up taking the only school that offered me a scholarship out of high school to play running back, and, um, you know, I ended up going there and kind of, you know, learning a lot of things, a lot of lessons, just understanding uh, knowledge and getting knowledge from, like, older guys that was there and uh, ended up deciding that, you know, it was kind of best for me to end up going JUCO to Malsack.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Very nice. Um, so. Just out of curiosity, when, when you when it did time, excuse me, when it did come time for you to end up uh, getting those offers to go to a Power Five school, and obviously you chose Arizona State. What was one of the one one of the key factors that kind of came into play when you decided to go to Arizona State? And out of curiosity, if you can answer, do you can you tell us the other schools that potentially came and talked to you about coming over to their program?
2: Uh, yes, uh, I had a good amount of schools, um, honestly. Uh, a good amount of Mount West Conference schools, uh, schools such as Hawaii, um, Boise State. Um, um, it's kind of hard. Colorado State, um, a good amount of schools out that conference. Um, came over and then I had a couple Power 5 schools after I decommitted. Uh, from UCLA, uh, like, uh, Texas Tech, Indiana, um, Tennessee, uh, you know, didn't end up getting ASU. Uh, but, I mean, we'll just went into it, understand it. I don't know, just understand it, like, you know, being put in the right position, being in the right place, surround yourself with the right people, and um, just understand who can help you succeed off the field as well as on the field and and, and the, the scheme that is ran and and things like that. So who could just teach you and and keep helping your game develop. So that's what it boiled down to. And I feel like Arizona state was the best place for me. Well, we're thrilled that you decided to choose us. That's for sure. I I saw
0: the UCLA decommit, uh, I think through like 24 seven sports last night, Richie, I was doing just a a little bit more research on this. Uh, So when I saw that, I was like, okay, like like another, another score for ASU, man. But so Rashad, you're talking about scheme, but I gotta be honest, the way you ran this last year, it didn't seem like scheme mattered. It just seemed like people were getting in your way on defense and in, you were just moving them out of the way anyways, right? They were just shopping carts and all you're doing was pushing them out of the way. In my opinion, <laughs> scheme might not have mattered as much in 2021. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so uh, essentially like one other point you've made, right? Like you, you kind of like took what uh, other schools maybe hadn't given you in this case. You didn't necessarily have uh, the offers for some of the big schools that you might have after your sophomore year. Um, but Richie, and I know how you feel, man. Like we didn't get any big, uh, division one offers from other schools, especially for football. Well, I guess, first of all, I played golf. So that was kind of an issue. Uh, but, but you know, man, uh, we, we definitely know where you're coming from, know your backstory and definitely wanted to give our other listeners, um, that kind of context. I, I think we're definitely a little bit more excited to talk about your ASU career, even if it was only like a season and a half. So Richie, if you don't mind, let's take a quick break here and let's talk about our friends over at get upside
1: yeah so as everyone knows this is richie bradshaw host of the locked on sun devils podcast with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about get upside right now our listeners are earning cash back on every gallon of gas every time they fill up download the free get upside app in the app store or google play right now use the promo code score for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up cash back don't pay full price at the pump anymore get cash back using get upside Download the app for free and use that promo code score for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people like myself who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a year in cash back and there's no catch. The cash gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, an e-gift card for Amazon and plenty of other brands. Just download the free get upside app and use that promo code score for 25 cents per gallon or more cashback on your first tank. That's promo code SCORE for Get GetUpside. Lockdown
0: Sun Devils here. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms. Connor G.S. and Richard Bradshaw talking with uh, Rashad White star running back for ASU. Now talking a little bit more about his career uh, at uh, ASU. And I'm gonna read off some stats here. Uh, I'm probably, Rashad, I'm probably not telling you anything you don't know uh, but just just for our listeners, right, I think he played in about 15 career games between the COVID-shortened season last year as well as this year. But essentially, in those 15 games, had about 2,030 career scrimmage yards, uh, essentially good enough for 135 yards per game, which easy to do. We've all done that before. Uh, <laughs> Average almost 1.5 touchdowns per game with 22 total between the two seasons. 6.3 yards per carry on the ground, 11.9 per reception. Career high uh, for a specific game was 202. Uh, it had 237 scrimmage yards in that game. Career high for receiving yards in a game was 86. Now, Rashad, this is something Rich and I have been debating the last couple weeks on the podcast a little bit. Depending on the source, so like Sports Reference or ESPN, your numbers differ just a little bit. And it, it may or may not matter to you. It matters to us for sure. ESPN has your career yards on the ground, right? I should say it was this last year, 2021. Single season. It has 1, yeah. 000, 1,006 rushing yards. Sports reference has it at a flat a 1,000. Do you know which one it was off the top of your head?
2: Uh, nah, I don't really even know which one it was. Um, I don't know. I just remember something about my coaches and teammates saying in the U of A game that I needed a such and such amount of yards. Do I want to get 1,000 yards? And um, I was kind of like, you know, I might as well just kind of finish what, you know, we all started, so. I didn't know what it was. I just heard like get over a thousand or get a thousand yards. So I was cool with it. There you go,
0: man. Uh, so I, I didn't know if it necessarily mattered. I didn't know if you're going to come from like you want your yards, get all the yards you can. Like, of course, I had a thousand six, or the fact that you had a flat a thousand and earned every single one of those yards. I would have respected it either way. Now <laughs> I I kind of rounded off a lot of those statistics, but are there specific plays or games that stood out to you? So either this year or last year, something that you'll kind of take with you forever from your, your career at ASU. Um, so either huge runs as a whole or either great games that you played in. Um,
2: that's a good question. Uh, um, uh, when you play well in
0: all of them, I get not remembering every single play in a game. So I, I get it. Um, so if there's nothing that comes to mind, I, I think Richie and I can probably either rattle off a couple for you uh, just to at least jog your memory a little bit. Uh, look, I, I think the biggest one that I had mentioned, so as far as like total scrimmage yards, you played yeah. against USC this year. Um, it, I, I don't know if you know this, but ASU fans hate USC, right? Big rival for you guys. Uh, that, was, that was a great game for you to have a career game. Had 202 on the ground, which was a career high, and 35 through the air. Scored three <laughs> rushing touchdowns, which you've done twice in your career. Um, there was a specific drive. Maybe you can, if, if this might jog your memory a little bit, there was a play, I think Jaden threw you a ball in the flat and you probably took it for like maybe 25 yards and you spun around like two or three times taking contact. And then I think on the next play, you housed it for like 50 yards on the ground again, taking contact. Does that does that ring a bell at all for you? <laughs> yeah,
2: Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I liked the USC game. It was good. Uh, we did I mean, so. like I mean, you like every game, know you win, you know. And you sure. wish you, can, you know, get every game you lost back. So, you know, that's kind of how I go. I'll sure. just probably say probably our best game was probably like Washington. Uh, just being down, probably everybody thought we was going to lose or blow it. And, and you know, everybody just rallied. We all rallied as a team. And, you know, we just came back and won in that weather. i probably said I was probably the best. Funnest, like uh, we was the most hype off. I mean, most hype off after that game.
0: Richie, you can back me up on this, but Sun Devils' Twitter was totally not not saying what the heck are they doing down. What was it like fourteen nothing or something like that? But you, you totally came back and won. So totally believed in that
1: the entire time. Yeah, it, it was a it was a hell of a game that we got to see because it, it felt like it just felt like a lost game at one point, and then and then all of a sudden you guys like just gritted your teeth and you said no 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 no, we're not done yet like we don't care how much time's on the board we don't we don't care how many points we're down we're not done we're fighting to the last second and you guys clawed your way back to a huge victory in Seattle so that was an awesome win I I would be remiss if we didn't bring up 70 to 7 and the fact that you guys absolutely obliterated U of A so I I wait, wait wait U of A or do you mean Mexico Community College some school down south. Some school down south, exactly. You guys absolutely crushed U of A. And if I remember, you had a good game too. Yeah,
2: yeah. I had a I had a decent game.
1: I unfortunately will
0: say I did not watch that game live, and it's it's one of the biggest regrets of my life because I remember I remember looking at like Bleacher Report or wherever I was checking the score and was like, what the hell's going on? Like, why are we scoring so many touchdowns? And then we were up, like, I don't know, 21-0, I think, at one point. I checked 10 minutes later when we scored two more touchdowns. So, hell of a game, man. I, I, I We've talked about the the rivalry, Richie, I think, in the past. I'm sure that was the, the biggest margin of victory for a Sun Devils win. And you getting to play a huge part of that, I'm sure, it is definitely something you'll be able to take with you as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, that was, was – sorry to cut you off. That was the second career game where you scored three touchdowns as well. So, you did that twice, USC, and then that was the other one as well.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that was very fun.
0: Um, so let's go ahead and talk about maybe some of your favorite either players or coaches in your time there. Um, I, I know either people kind of uh, graduating, moving on. You, you probably had a lot of the same uh, core players around you at the time, but uh, is, is there certain players that you might have either friendships for life because you play with them over the last year, year and a half?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll say my guys like Darian, uh, Jaden, Ricky. He's cool. He's pretty cool um i got some guys ladarius ld ladarius henderson mm-hmm. i mean I, I mean i mess with really all the guys like donovan west like i mess with all the guys for real. they all mess with me for real. and nope. uh, friendships like yeah for life they'll talk forever for sure
1: yeah there definitely seemed to be a lot of chemistry uh, among all the asu players this year Every, everyone knew going into this year with all the all the the juniors and the seniors that you guys were gonna have some great chemistry with each other. and it definitely showed up even even in the wins and the losses, you could tell that you guys were always in sync. you guys were always having fun together. and the the goal was always was always to go out there and put out the best effort. And I feel like you guys at the end of the day left everything on the field. I feel like there wasn't really. Anything where you look back and you're like, man, I should have tried harder here? Because I think you guys truly put all the effort in that you could have put into it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. We kept, you know, it was you know tough season, tough battle. Uh, you know, it was just football. Like, you know, you can not never complain. You know, you kind of wish you could have go in every game with your full team healthy, everybody healthy. But, you know, it's nicks and bruises, things and that. Uh, you know, you had opportunities, and, you know, we came up short, like you said, some games, and it was sickening, but, you know, we eventually ended up bouncing back, and, and that was good to see.
0: You missed uh, two games this year, correct, right? The the Senior Bowl, which you had – or not in Senior Bowl, sorry. The Bowl game uh, against Wisconsin, which you had opted out for, and then against Washington State, correct? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to, like, make anybody feel bad, but Rich and I went to one game live this season – and it just so happened to be Washington state. And I think, I don't know if something ever happened in pregame. I, I don't remember, um, but I, I think they even had you listed as a starter. And then chip was out there, which we're still big chip training fans, but we're like, where's Rashad?" And we are like wondering that for the first quarter, but obviously get it. It happens. Uh, you you played great the other 11 games this year. So um, if we didn't get to see you live that in that one game, I'm sure we'll get to see you play in the NFL quite a bit from there. So uh, <laughs> you, you did mention Ricky Pierce on, it. I want to backtrack for just a second. That was one of my other favorite plays. I think it was against Colorado. Uh Jaden threw it out to Ricky, uh, who then threw it to you, and you scored from like 30 yards out. It was earlier in the season, Richie. Do you, do
1: you remember what I'm talking about? It, it, I do, yeah. yeah. It was a cute little trick play that Rick- I mean, we can't call it cute, dude. He scored from 30 yards. I, I, I'm I'm not saying cute in, in a bad way. I already said like, cute. <laughs> it, it was cool. Like it's just it was one of those, like Ricky did it, did it twice this year. He went two mm-hmm. for two and threw a touchdown to Rashad, and he he was uh, the big play machine when we would get him underneath, and all of a sudden it's like, uh-oh, Ricky's got an arm. It, Ricky's going to push Jaden Daniels for a starting job. Not really, but, I mean, Ju- Rich, Julian Ricky Edelman's pretty good. That, yes, he is Julian Edelman light. I remember saying that a lot of times.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, Sorry, were you going to say something there, Rashad? Uh, no, it's fine. One thing I think we have to ask you about, and this is when they, they made the the coaching hire for Herm Edwards, a lot of players. So I, I shouldn't even say like, like we're only a couple of years older than you. So essentially same, same generation, right? Grew up with a lot of the same things. Uh, a lot of guys our age kind of grew up watching Herm Edwards on TV. Uh, seeing that personality, is he kind of the same guy uh, like in the locker room on the field, like that same same kind of guy on tv just somebody you would absolutely want to go like hang out with after practice go get a drink with maybe you know if you weren't 21 at the time but uh, somebody you would absolutely like to hang out with on and off the field
2: uh yeah coach harm he just a uh, you know he just kind of coach harm like he's just different a different human being uh okay. he just like i don't know it's like he reminds me i don't know it's like a it's like a, how can i put this it's like a like a sensei or something like a karate instructor, <laughs> like a master or something like. Where it's like you know he just at peace, like he always at peace, like nothing really like kind of gets to him or nothing can really you know set him off, like you know. And he just kind of one of them guys that just like I said, he's just so cool. Got not a lot, uh, got a, has a not a lot of knowledge and and and. Uh, he just, like you said, just awesome. Awesome to be around. He's going to be fun. He's going to be energetic. You know, He's going to talk his mess. And, uh, uh, you know, he's just going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, we talk a lot about Herm Edwards, and me and Connor have said many a times that he will forget more about football in his lifetime than me and Connor will ever learn. The dude is just beyond knowledgeable. I am curious. there. So one of the big draws when Herm came to Arizona State was because he – was in the NFL both as a player and a coach. He was going to get this draw for the Sun Devils to where he could basically come into your living room, sit down with your parents and you, and say, "Hey, I know what it takes to get to the pros. If you if your kid comes to this to this program, I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to get him ready for the next step." And clearly, that's worked because we've got a ton of guys that are being talked about in the draft this year, but. Was was that one of the main draws for you when you did d- decide to come to Arizona State? Was Herm one of like the big, the big marks that the team had? That was like, yeah, no, I'm definitely going to Arizona State to go play for Herm.
2: Uh, uh, honestly, for me, like me personally, nah. Um, I I mean, you know, I respect Coach Herm a lot, but just because it was Coach Herm Edwards doesn't mean that I was going to be like, all right, I'm coming out the gate and. um you know, when I had offered uh, my mom and them, um, my family, my family, we was on a Zoom call, and uh, we had got off the Zoom call, and um, I was just kind of like, you know, my mom, like, it's no brainer for me, but me, I was just like, nah, it's not no brainer for me though. Uh, you know, I just needed to, you know, learn a little more, uh, a little bit more about what what they had going on, and um, just see, um, you know, just see if it was really, you know, the right fit. Right fit for me. So, like, you know, Coach Hearn, you know, the name, you know, speaks and there's a lot of respect for it. But for a guy like me, it's, uh, I, I'm not the type of guy that I'd just be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go because, you know, you got this much statue or status because, you know, that might not be the fit for me. It might not okay, be. Okay, but how, how
0: many other schools had a sensei, like, on their coaching staff, man? Come on. Um,
2: I mean, uh, that was all for me. Not a lot of them had. Sure. <laughs> Like uh, Coach Herm, that, uh, a guy that was just so calm and things like that. Like, you know, he was so poised. But um, at the same time, I'm kind of like I'm a very poised uh, individual. I'm very chill, um, laid back, just like Coach Herm. So it's kind of like it was the right fit, but it was just like, you know, I needed a little more. I needed to just see, you know, I needed to weigh my pros and cons of everything what was going on.
0: I think that's definitely great to hear, uh, especially because a lot of the media talks about that exactly what Richie was talking about. Herm being such a big draw because he he knows the NFL essentially might know maybe a better pathway to get there. But still hearing that from another player's mouth saying that like that's great, but it's not not maybe all it's cracked up to be, right? You had talked earlier in the podcast about making sure the, the scheme was right, making sure everything was going to benefit you as well. So definitely something great to hear from a, a player's perspective. So uh, that that is kind of your career in a nutshell at ASU. Um, let's go ahead and move on to the last part of the podcast, talking essentially about uh, kind of your prep for maybe the Senior Bowl coming up, maybe some draft prep as well, uh, and then maybe we can get to some fun NFL questions there. Uh, but first, we're going to talk to you about our friends over at Bilt Bar. So Connor Jue is here for you guys. Uh, if you've been listening to the Locked on Sun-Hills podcast for anywhere more than a day, you've heard us talk about Bilt Bar, right? And especially now that it's time for New Year's, New Year's resolutions, it's about getting fit. Uh, eating healthier and making sure Built Bar is in your plans. The thing about Built Bar is they're protein bars, but they taste like a candy bar, and maybe even better. Built Bar is easy; uh, makes it easier to stick to your resolutions because it tastes so good. You're gonna want to eat it, unlike any other protein bar, which can be chalky, waxy, or maybe even taste a bit like a chemical spill. So Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and essentially most of their Built Bars they contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to an actual candy bar, which has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. They're not even comparable. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, at least you can eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you're enjoying a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. And there's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many, many more. In fact, Built is coming out with a new limited time flavor. uh, Essentially, so check out built.com often to see what that new flavor is. So here's the offer. Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 50% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Locked on Sun Devils here. Essentially diving into the last segment here with our guest, Rashad White, who's been generous enough to give us his time today. Now talking about the Senior Bowl, which is just around the corner now. Richie, uh, I'll, I'll give this over to you just a little bit. Like you, you kind of know the the Senior Bowl schedule, right? And I'm sure Rashad, you've kind of you know what's going to be going on. You've got some practices coming up, maybe a little bit of media time as well before the big game. Um, Richie, I'll go ahead and maybe hand it over to you specifically for the Senior Bowl.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm familiar with the process to to a certain extent, but obviously, Rashad, you're getting uh, behind the scenes and everything like that. I'd like to first just start off with this. Uh what was your reaction when Jim Nagy gave you guys the call and told you hey we want you to come down to Mobile for the week?
2: Uh my I man my reaction uh cuz it was during the season, I forgot at what point or what game. Uh like my reaction wasn't really I don't know like I'm a very like calm like I said mm-hmm. uh, individual so like it's like different. Like it means a lot and it's, I'm truly blessed and grateful but at the same time like we was during the season so i would be locked in in the moment, you know, like, like just like right now, like I senior, but like, even though it's next week, it's like that haven't even crossed my mind. Like, it, it, you know, I get there when I get there, you know what I'm saying? Sure. When my flight leave on Sunday. So that's just kind of how I think, uh, like I'm a, what's like what I got going on tomorrow. I, so, you know what I'm saying? That's just, there how you go. so uh, when I got that, though, I was truly happy. Uh, my family, everybody was happy. And, uh, you know, we're truly, you know, grateful and blessed, honestly, to get that. And, you know, it was just like kind of like it wasn't a relief, but it was kind of like, like you just know, like, you know, the work you put in is, you know, kind of what you get out. And, uh, you know, it just make you want to keep, you know, getting better and keep striving, you know, just for greatness. Don't worry, just
0: like your family. uh, I'm sure Rich and I freaked out enough for, for everybody, especially you involved. So. Um, definitely definitely cool to see
1: yeah we were we were absolutely like just to the moon happy when we saw that you got invited to the senior bowl we were only upset that some of your teammates didn't get to go to mobile but a lot of them are going to vegas for the shrine bowl which we're super excited for them about that too um on the topic of the senior bowl just just curious what what has your preparations been looking like so we all know that you opted out of the las vegas bowl which quite frankly i would have done the same thing i feel like uh preparing yep. for the draft in my future is top priority so definitely no one here would like fault you for that at all i think it was absolutely the right decision and, and as well as your other teammates too who did the same thing but what is what has been your process since the final game of the season against u of a what what's a day in the life of rashad white look like
2: um, my process after U of A was just getting healthy. Um, just getting back to a hundred percent, uh, honestly. So, uh, it was kind of like, uh, getting introduced. I think I took a week off and then, um, I got, you know, acclimated and introduced to, uh, you know, end up, uh, training, deciding to train at Exos, and, um, just kind of went there and got acclimated, got, you know, introduced to who I'll be working with. And, um, uh, I was getting a lot of like physical therapy. So I was getting a lot of PT, uh, just things like that on my body. And while at the same time, like doing like, you know, some light, some easy, like, you know, uh, welcoming in, warm up, uh, workouts or whatever. And I, w- I was doing that for like two weeks or so. And then, like, you know, took a break for Christmas. And then, you know, we started back, we started up January, I believe it was 3rd, that was a Monday. And, you know, we've been, you know, hitting it head on ever since.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. No, that, that's awesome. We love to get a little behind-the-scenes peek at what, what guys are going through when they start that draft process because we there, there's been plenty of guys who will opt out of the bowl games. And, like, it, it's just so interesting to me to find out what that process looks like when you officially take that next step for the draft. And obviously that had to be a very exciting time for you to officially put your name in the draft, which is such a prestigious honor in itself. So going into mobile, uh, you're going to be playing on what they call the national team, which feels different because what I'm used to the Pat, the few times that I've gone is like the north team and the south team. But according to the website, you're on the national team and there's four other running backs that you're going to be working out with but the the biggest name there is Michigan's Hassan Haskins. So you mean the biggest name there is Rashad White. The second biggest name is Hassan Haskins. Big, biggest competition. How about that? Yes. <laughs> there you go. Um so what are you what are you looking forward to doing down on the practice field that's going to make you stand out compared to the rest of your competition?
2: Uh, Honestly, I don't even think about that. You know, I I mean, like, you know, the other competition of who I'll be going against, really, you know, uh, I know y'all probably hear this saying a lot, you know, in reality, you're in competition with yourself. I mean, you know, you set goals for yourself. You you know, you got goals for this and that and the things you want to accomplish. Like, you know, like, for example, I got goals of what I want to run in the 40, not what everybody else think I should run or what I should expect for somebody else to, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I, I haven't really been, like, thinking about what I could set apart for them. I mean, I could go there. I, all I want to do is go there and control what I can control, Uh, just be me. I um, mean, do the same thing, as, you know, it's football. So, I think it's kind of, you know, it comes natural to you. And, um, you know, you just go there, work hard, show your work ethic. And I go there and kind of, you know, basically do the same thing I did at you know, Arizona State. Uh, I ain't going to do nothing different. I'm going to go there, catch some punt returns, kick returns. I'm going to go there catch the ball at the backfield, run the ball, block, you know, just do everything, you know, that I – same thing like I did at Arizona State. Uh, and I'm going to leave it, you know, leave it up to, you know, uh, uh, what's left and uh, what everybody else thinks.
1: Yeah, the one um, thing you got going for you is you do, you do everything great. There's no really a true, quote-unquote, weakness to Rashad White's game. The dude catches the football. He scores touchdowns. He can bounce it outside. He can go between the tackles. Basically, just put the ball in his hands, and he's going to do something incredible with it. It's if phenomenal. it's any consolation,
0: like when you're talking about the 40, we don't care what your 40 looks like. We know they're going to look at that radar gun. It's going to say, this dude can ball. So that's all we care about, you know? Yeah. Um, so now let, let's use the last couple minutes that we have here and just talk about maybe the NFL a little bit. Uh, I, I know you've already talked about kind of being in the moment, but maybe dream down the road just a little bit. First of all, like you wore number three at Arizona State. Is is that the number you would like to wear in the NFL? And if not, is there a backup option?
2: Um, I mean, like yeah, like you said, if it presents itself, yeah, uh, I want to stay in a single digit. Uh, it'd probably be number three. Uh, um, I'm I like number seven and number three. I, I believe the numbers should know, fit me well. So, it just all depends on if it presents itself. If they present themselves and if they up there for grass for me to take
0: if you need another number after that, somebody in this podcast likes number 34. So uh, if that's available too, but but definitely get three and seven. Those are great numbers. Um, hopefully if you get drafted by like a Seattle or something, Rush just gives you number three, you know, um, but the three and seven, definitely great choices. Now I know at the end of the day, like your goal is not only to get to the NFL, but you want to succeed, right? If, if you could choose one specific team to be drafted by, is there maybe someone that sticks out to you or, or don't necessarily care?
2: Uh, nah. I mean, you know, i, I just be telling myself I want to go to, like I said, a, a good scheme. Uh, I mean, I feel like I could fit in a lot of people's scheme, but, you know, at the same time, it's just like, you know, you kind of kind of, you know, be in tune to reality. You know, you got to be realistic and, you know, the better the this, this scheme is, you know, the better you perform. And you see that kind of with a lot of guys, um. Honestly, you know, coaching helps out a lot, you know, helps players out a lot and putting guys in the right position, the right, you know, right spots. So, I, you know, I don't really have like a favorite team. I mean, the only thing I'll say, if I could stay in Arizona, that'd be lovely. You got to ship them out and you got to take everything, you know, I got to take everything with me or pack up a big truck and things like that. Uh, you know, that'd be lovely. And, and plus, you know, um, my daughter, my daughter lives out here and things like that, so it'd be it'd be you know a smooth transition. But uh, you know, if not, you know you can't you got to control what you can control. And I'd be blessed, and honestly, to go to anybody who wants me. Hey, man, I-, I love
0: James Conner as much as the next guy, but a backfield of Rashad White, and Nino Benjamin sounds like a, a Arizona State big Cardinal fans' dream. So I uh, would definitely be all for that. But Richie's a big uh, Baltimore Ravens fan, so it- it's hard enough watching Brandon. I need a guy. We, we need yeah, someone seriously. With,
1: uh, with J.K. and Gus Edwards needing some time <laughs> to get healthy again. We need that three-headed monster. We always like three guys. You you come be our third guy. We, number Jackson. three's open. You can you can keep number three, and you guys will all get, I don't know, like 200 carries because we're not going to throw the ball. We're just going to run it. <laughs> and when we do throw it, guess who's going to get all the catches? That'd be you, my friend. So <laughs> it, let, me, let me ask you this. Uh, naturally when you grow up and you play the running back position you always have idols right guys that you want to base your game around who are who are some of the guys that when you were growing up you're like you know what what when you when you play backyard football right you're like I I'm Adrian Peterson right now nobody stops me who who were some of your guys that you you modeled your game after
2: uh I mean I, I, you know I was born and raised in, in Kansas City Missouri so at the time I was growing up they had uh, Jamal Charles
1: yes sir and, uh,
2: uh, so, you know, I I had Jamal Charles shirts and things like that, like, you know, with the number on it and things like that. I was a, I like Jamal Charles a lot and you know, as I started growing up, uh I like the guy like Le'Veon and I was a, you know, uh I like I respected and liked Le'Veon a lot with his game and what he brought what he brought, you know, to the game of football and um and I was a big A P fan for sure. Um I just I just like like the same thing, like what he brought. Uh, to the game of football and uh that was kind of really about it though but like my of my game after nah nobody really I, I just always kind of wanted to be me you know everybody got their different style different things and so uh, I always wanted to be me but you always wanted to you know take you know from you know other people's game you know mm-hmm. and like like you know like like everybody got them sins things like that like uh like you know, the sayings they got nowadays, uh, you know, how they were saying Kobe. Everybody shoots a shot and say Kobe yes. or something. You try to do a one-hand pass, you're talking about Odell or something. Like, yeah. you know, I always want to do something. I want, I want to create something to where, you know, kids and, and everybody, you know, that's up and coming, you know, where they like, oh, shot or something like that. There you go. Yeah. Like
0: we will start the hashtag. We I, I have my daughter right now, while she may or may not play a ton of football, we'll, we'll get that going with the next generation, man. More than happy to do that. Uh, but Richie, not all of us were Adrian Peterson. Not all of us were all day growing up. I was uh, I was only sometimes, you know, depending on how well I ran the ball. So oh, I never was. Uh, I never was. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> but Rashad, those are our great choices, my man. I think we've taken enough of your time today. Uh, just thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. We, we definitely appreciate your time. Uh, are, are definitely looking forward to no matter where you go, if you stay out of the NFC West and the AFC North, we would definitely appreciate it. But obviously I understand that's not always within your control and definitely hope the best for you and your career, man.
2: Thanks. Appreciate you guys having me out. Truly <laughs> was great. I appreciate this so much. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh,
0: it was our pleasure, Rashad. Uh, thank you so much for making the Lockdown Setup was your first listen every day. Uh, again, we are free and available on all platforms. Make sure you follow Richie and I on Twitter at Cedrios and Richie at brads with a Z36. You can also follow our Locked on Sun Devils Twitter page at LO underscore Sun And again, as I mentioned towards the top of the podcast, content that comes out Monday through Friday, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or the Odyssey app, uh, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, thank you so much again for making us your first listen. Now make your second listen in Locked on Bets. They're going to be your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Uh, again, it is a free and available on all platforms.
1: You keep it locked on right here with the Locked On Sun Devils podcast.